0: The following is a presentation of Real Racing USA.
1: Uh, he's a guy that not only can talk about karting, but can also talk about racing of many different aspects. Sam Rodriguez, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing
0: tonight? Doing, doing real well. Welcome to Inside Florida Racing. Uh, I was late yeah. to the show, Sam. <laughs> What's that? I was late to the show.
1: Yeah, he was
2: late. Yeah. Yeah, well, look, I want to thank you guys for having me and, uh, and your segment on karting. I'm excited about it, and I'm glad to be here.
1: Now, Sam, you know, uh, I want to tell the folks, I guess you need to kind of let the folks know who you are and let and, us uh, well, you know how, how long you've been racing yourself.
2: Well, uh, my wife and I uh, own Dirt Devil Speedway. It's a go-kart racing facility in Land O'Lakes, Florida, on Highway 52, uh, I've been racing something pretty much uh since I was uh in my early 20s and uh went from actually go-kart racing uh my son uh and I traveled the uh, the US road racing WKA stuff as well as sprint uh we got into uh I got into sprint car racing uh at a, probably at the age of about 36 and uh raced sprint cars until I was almost 50 and uh then I got my grandson Eric into it and we've kind of been a racing family all along, and uh, that's uh, that's what uh, enticed me into building uh, Dirt Devil Speedway. Uh, my wife and I had actually talked about it many years ago in the early days when I was karting, and uh, just something that happened uh, uh, as uh, we were getting out of sprint car race.
0: Hey, Sam, uh, who got you started in racing? I know you got your grandson Eric started, but who, who's the one influenced you to get into karting?
2: Well, uh, myself in the karting, I got—I uh, was influenced by a friend of mine. Who actually, had a little rental go kart track on Waters Avenue and Sheldon Road when the the road almost used to did in there. We used to, we used to race over there for time, you know. I remember and that race like track over there by Anderson Road. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Palomino, the Palominos used to own that, uh-huh. and and uh, we just used to race on for time because there wasn't enough room on the track really to to do any competitive racing. And then uh, a friend of mine, John Salgado, and I uh, got into uh, just racing uh, locally, uh, IKF with the Division uh, of Choice back then, and uh, we did uh, some street racing. Just uh, with a gentleman by the name of Bob that that had uh, uh, a street race series. Going Bob off. Thompson. Bob
1: Thompson, exactly. Yeah, yeah I was a yep. kid then. I was a kid then racing those things. Yeah.
2: We ran a lot of street races all over the state of Florida. That was a lot of fun. Uh, then we got into IKF, started having a, a state series, and we, uh, we traveled to Fort Lauderdale, Miami. Jacksonville's got a very nice facility on 3rd Street, and uh, that was all pavement stuff. Bye. And uh, from that point on, of course, my son was born. He got older. He started racing, uh, he started road racing, and uh,
1: that's basically how all our karting deals started. Now I definitely remember uh when I was a kid racing, you were a, a great racer then. You know, I ran those Bob Thompson things around Lake Alfred or wherever we used to go and race, you know, Bob you'd have these uh road race things, you know, all over the place. And, um, what about the dirt track uh it was at fifty four and uh forty one right there? Did you ever race there?
2: Yeah, I did. Uh, Gordon Black and, and, and some uh, of his buddies owned that place and uh uh we uh we used to go over there. Sundays as well, yeah.
1: That was that's where uh, I started. Yeah, that's where we started there racing. Yeah, no, was, yeah when I went out I, I, remember, I, remember, I remember, remember Sunday afternoon they uh getting out of church and going to race and racing go cars Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we did uh we
2: spent a lot of Sunday afternoons over there. And uh, we had a good time there. Uh but uh, you know, then uh I don't know what happened, those guys closed that thing down and uh, of course uh other tracks started popping up. Lakeland Travel opened up, and and um, there was another uh, one called Top Gun, and there were some other dirt tracks I really didn't know a whole lot about because I wasn't that, during that time I was actually racing my sprint car, so I really wasn't uh, that big into kart racing on dirt. Uh, one of my guys that was actually uh, uh, one of my pit guys uh, started go kart racing or bought a go kart from my, Ronnie Dischamp, and uh, that's how. Uh, my grandson, Eric, actually got into go-kart racing because we go on Wednesday nights to Lakeland Tri-Oval. They used to have a practice, and uh, this uh, this guy, Gary Brown, had a, uh, a go-kart for sale there. And the first week we went, it was time to go, and I couldn't find my grandson. He's sitting in this go-kart acting like he's driving. So I said, come on, man, we got to go because it's a school night, right? So uh, next week we went back again. He's back in that go-kart again, and then... Uh, I looked at him. I said, "Hey, man, can you drive that thing?" And he said, "Oh, yeah, I can drive it."
1: So that's where he got started in karting from that position,
2: for for that point.
1: And so now, Eric Alvaro being your grandson, um, is that did, you, did he set his course on his own? That because, like he said, he sat down and he wanted to drive it. So he he was um, he always wanted to race. That's what he wanted to do.
2: Well, you know, Eric was uh, with his mom and my wife, and, and you know, the, as a family, when I was sprint car racing, they'd always be in the stands. And of course, he had to stay in the stands because at, at, he was so little. You know, they didn't let kids in the pits back then. And uh, until he became old enough to go in the pits, he'd be in the grandstands. And so he's been—he was involved in racing, and uh, I mean, since he was you know
1: probably four or five years old. So, how did it come about that that? Uh if Eric got into, uh, into the racing uh, into the you know next, uh, um, how did oh, that all work out you know people would want right. to know and you're the guy that could tell us
2: well actually it all, like I said it started with go-kart racing and uh, of course I built Dirt Devil Speedway and he ran there then he wanted to do state racing he wanted to do some national racing so we did that and uh we went to Charlotte, and they have an NKARA deal there every year where it's a combination of road race, uh, sprint carts on pavement, uh, sprint carts, uh road course on pavement, and dirt. So uh, we spent a week up there. We only ran the dirt portion of it, but we spent a week up there doing that. And uh, so we come back from that, and uh, uh, he was doing pretty well in karting, and then uh Doc Miller and, and and some of his family were racing over at Dirt Devil. He got involved with Dave Fletcher. Uh, they built uh, a late model that Dave Fletcher was driving a Sunshine, and they built an open wheel modified for uh, Doc Miller to drive uh, in between the late model stuff. And so uh, uh, Doc really wasn't you know real interested in running the modified after he built it, and he was still racing at at Dirt Devil with his go kart so he says hey uh sammy he said why don't we let eric give eric a shot to drive the uh the modified he was 15 at that time and uh i said sure why not so uh we took him over to uh to desoto and uh uh after about 2 hours there you know he was running within a tenth or two of the track record on old hoosier tires and uh so uh doc said hey look if you guys want to race that thing you know go ahead and do it i'll sponsor it this and that so went ahead and, and uh, got into the modified uh, from that point, and uh, we, uh, we had a bad outing our first race, which they had the icebreaker or whatever they call it over there, and uh, not knowing anything about or that much about that particular style car, uh, it had a uh, Gleason uh, rear end that's got like a limited slip on one side, And so he was out there racing, and it was uh, probably 10 laps into the race or something, and he was trying to pass on the outside. And uh, I guess the car got a little loose on him. And, buddy, I'll tell you what, when he let off the throttle and got on the brakes, he about knocked the wall down. (laughs) So uh, that pretty much wiped that car out. So uh, Doc had a brand-new chassis, and we put that car together. But then when that car was put together, he pretty much said, Hey, guys, look, I'm just going to give you this deal. It's all yours. I'm out of it. So uh, at that point, my wife and I had to take over, <laughs> and uh, we were the sponsors uh, of the Modified. And uh, he did well with the Modified. He uh, he learned quick, and he's always learned quick, actually, from the day he first sat in the go-kart. Uh, he's, uh, he's had that natural ability. And so uh, we, uh, we started running the Sarah Series. Remember Rick had that Sarah Series? Mm -hmm. The Southern Automobile Racing Association. Uh So we we did that, uh, and we used to go to Orlando for some Friday night stuff. And then uh, he actually won the Joplin Memorial at Orlando Speed World. And uh, we went there and tested the week of the race on a Wednesday and actually blew a good motor up. And so we had to put our backup motor up in there, which only had about 440 horsepower, And all I could hear the whole night going to the racetrack is how we were going to get spanked Mm -hmm. because of the motor. And so I I told him, I I said, Eric, if you'll just drive the race car, I said, we'll get it to handle. I said, and we'll we'll be fine. Well, we qualified sixth. They inverted sixth, put us on the pole, and he would have lapped the entire field if the yellow wouldn't have come out on lap 35 of a 50-lap race. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's how we got into the modified deal. And then... uh, Uh, we started looking at late models a little bit, and this guy, uh, uh, John Josie, uh, had bought some stuff from uh, North Carolina and brought a whole trailer full of late model stuff down. And so he called me up, and we looked at it. And uh, then uh, we wound up, between his mom and, and my wife and I, we wound up buying him his first late model. And he gave up a new car at high school graduation for that late model. Yeah. driving a, a little 626 Junker that he had, you know. But he said he'd sacrifice the car for the late model. And uh, so, th- you know, we did that, and that was actually what we call a perimeter car, which is similar to a, a cup car, uh, but late model style. It's got a roll cage on both sides and, and door bars on both sides. Yeah. And and that car was a bit of a disadvantage uh, because of the right side weight, and it would uh, it, it'd run pretty good. And it was pretty fast, but you get probably 50, 60 laps into the race, and it was a little rough on the outside tires, and the car would give up a little bit. With everybody else on on, on a straight-rail car, you were at a disadvantage. So uh, from that point, uh, Wayne Anderson and uh, Dave Pletcher, which were two guys that had really helped Eric in his driving career uh, in terms of showing us in and out of – of that style race car because I come from sprint car background and that's a whole new ball game and uh, Dave Pletcher and, and Wayne Anderson really helped Eric out a lot uh, and that was a, a big a big step forward for us to 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 make you know be competitive you know and be able to defend ourselves at the racetrack and then uh, so we bought a, a straight rail car from Wayne Anderson and uh, when I bought it uh, it was a concrete guy's car or something from down south. And we ran it a couple of races, and I could never square the car up right, so after the season we tore it all apart, and we took it to, uh, it was a Hamke car, and we took it to Mooresville, and uh, we had them uh, put it on the jig. Of course, we had to cut the snout off and put a new front clip on it and some other stuff, but we got it straightened out. And after that, that's the last late model that, that he ran until he got involved with the diversity program with uh, Gibbs and Reggie White, which is how he got into the cup deal. Uh and uh he had to take that through the steps of uh late model stocks uh for about uh two seasons and then he got into the uh, uh nationwide series, which that then it was the Bush series, and uh a couple of truck shots here and there and then J D and, and Joe put a deal together with Spears to put him in the in the truck, uh but the 75 truck that they put him in uh, was not as competitive as they hopefully hoped that it would be. And uh, so uh, J.D. wasn't happy with with the contributions I would say that the the owners of the 75 team were making and his commitment to Eric. So uh, he didn't uh, extend his deal in that and pull him out of that, and then he had limited or selective uh, bush races the following year. And, uh, you know, at that point, uh, uh, he did pretty well with a Rockwell Automations car. He, he put her on the pole uh, a couple of times, actually two or three times at, uh, in the Milwaukee Mile. Uh, and then, uh, of course, there was he, the deal with uh, that uh, they pulled him out of the car to put Hamlin in the car right. that night. And uh, But during that time already, that really had nothing to do with it, uh, why he separated himself from Gibbs uh, you know, the Toyota deal was in in the works already and so Eric being a sponsored Chevy driver and he had to uh
1: you know, he wasn't able to stay with the team. It, I know it it's had to have been some, some some hard times, you know, for Eric doing this, you know, because um for him I'm sure he's been uh, you know, get hyped up, you know, for some of these times and then and then not getting to drive. Has it really been that way?
2: You know, it's, it's tough. Uh, you know, that's a very tough industry. You know, people uh, think that these cup guys, they see the limelight and they see all the stuff you see on TV. But the reality of it, it it's a tough, tough business. It really is tough, and uh, it's uh, it's competitive. You've got forty three seats out there, and you've probably got sixty people that want the seats, and probably more that are qualified that just never had the shot.
0: Well, Sam, it it, it all. Um... It all started with uh, with Doc Miller, and I went, and I I still have my Doc Miller hat. I have it on right now, as a matter of fact. But, is that right? <laughs> but, but uh, you know, um, tell us about how you think, uh, you know, one of the reasons that we're having this kart segment on, on Inside Florida Racing, which is almost, of course, exclusively stock cars and sprint car, short track racing here in Florida. Right. How how uh, important and what are some of the things that you know the transition from carts and, and to stock car racing and how important is the karting program around Florida to the future of stock car racing in Florida? You think?
2: Well, you know, karting is a very important uh, uh, part of anybody's racing career. Uh, the The main thing that you pick out of karting. Is you've got to be very smooth. If you're if you're running a hypothetical on dirt with a five horsepower Briggs engine, you know you're only uh, you're limited in terms of horsepower and torque. So the drive it's key that the driver is smooth. Obviously that the car is handling property and the tires are are, uh, are properly prepared to match the racetrack uh, during the time that you're on the surface and. Uh, the, the fundamentals that you pick up driving a go-kart will lead your way into driving a car and, and teach you how to be smooth. There's no question that if you drive a sprint car, if you drive a late model or a modified or a mini stock or whatever else, if the driving technique will be different for that vehicle. But you'll pick up your basic skills of racing through karting. It, it teaches you how to race. Karting is probably the most competitive form of racing that 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 it, that we know in terms of racing, except for possibly NASCAR, where you see these guys qualifying, they're hundreds apart. But that's the way go-karting is. If you go to a go-kart national state race or you come to the New Year's Shootout at Dirt Devil Speedway this coming weekend on the 23rd and 24th, you're going to see lap times of a hypothetical, uh, a 1220, a 1222, a 1223. And that's the separation between, you know, two, three, four, five, or 20 drivers. So it's a blink of an eye. Uh, if you measure it in distance on a racetrack, you're talking less than an inch. So, you know, th- that's how competitive the sport is. So consequently, the driver becomes a big part of, of how fast you're going to go. And driving skills are very important.
0: Hey, Sam, this is Terry Wall. Um, have you ever done any asphalt kart racing at all?
2: I have. Yeah, we road raced and we sprint raced. And I, I'm a, I actually won a national championship in Quincy, Illinois, in a sprint go-kart. And uh, I won a national
1: championship in a road race kart. And my son, Joseph, had done the same thing. Let me straighten and them I mean, out for you, Sam. That's a sit-up go-kart when you say sprint kart. And then a road racing kart would be maybe an Enduro yeah, road races, laying down, and sprint cart you sit up, right. Same yeah. as a, yeah, sit up go-kart. Yep, that's exactly Sam, we're talking to a lot of, uh, uh, you know, uh, stock car people. You know, that's what I've become as a stock car guy, but I just had a lot of roots in karting, and karting was very instrumental to uh, my racing, and, and over the years, all these people that you've talked about, you know, around here, I know as well, and have raced around them, and, uh I just think it's a real instrumental part, you know, and you've been a real instrumental part in having this uh, dirt double speedway that you've uh, built, which, uh, Jack, I want to tell you guys, CC, I'm sure you guys have never been there, it's an awesome dirt track facility. Okay, if you like East Bay Raceway.
0: Oh, I
1: do. It's like the East Bay Raceway of Cardiff, okay, because everything's there. They have an awesomely prepared racetrack, and I've raced on that racetrack before. In mm-hmm. fact, um, two years ago when I was selling carding stuff, you know, we'd run carts out there just to, uh, you know, uh, try to sell them. And, uh, sure. It's a very interesting place. Sam, what, tell me about the, uh, the, what you're doing this weekend. Tell folks about it.
2: Well, it's, uh, it, when we uh, annually we have what we call a New Year shootout. Uh, it hasn't happened over the last couple of seasons because I had the track leased out. And, uh, but we, uh, Terry DeCare, Stanley Care, my wife and I took the track back over and we ran the, the 2008 season, uh, here at Dirt which we just got done with our banquet. And annually we've always had a New Year's shootout. During the month of January, we always ran a, uh, uh, an event that paid money in probably 18 different classes. And the, uh, the event is, uh, kind of a, uh, 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 a a classic I would call it to dirt double speedway that that has always uh started the season out and uh so we wanted to bring that back uh last year we couldn't bring it back because we had just taken the track back and we just had to make so many repairs and and do uh so many uh amenity repairs to the track that it just was impossible to get everything accomplished in the short period of time that we had
1: i mean hard the. Well, uh I don't I
2: can't I wish I could give you a number. Uh obviously we're we're suffering from the economy like anybody else. If if we could hit uh 200 uh to 225 entries, I'd be real happy. Uh but it uh you know, it it
1: you know, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. You know, anybody you know how it is. is so and if you throw a little bit of money up there those guys come from everywhere. Yeah
2: they do there's actually some pretty big money events during their, uh all over the country at at different times i mean there's a guy in georgia that just had a 10,000 to win race obviously he had a sponsor for that you know what but, kind of money uh, is going
1: to be paying? uh
2: we've got uh on friday night we've got a what we call stock heavy pay 700 to win the uh unrestricted uh junior at 500 to win and then on saturday all of the classes pay uh, five hundred to win, and we have what we call a box stock division that's just starting out uh that
1: uh that has a little less entry fee and it pays a couple of hundred bucks to win so what and, kind of uh, entry fee Sam says something that has seven hundred to win what kind of entry fee you got uh seventy five bucks seventy
2: five bucks yeah,
0: Sam, if they wanted to get a hold of you and find more information out about uh this weekend and what you do in carding, what phone number can you give out on the air so people can call you?
2: Uh, They can call 813-996-0014. Okay. That's the the track phone number. There's an answering machine. If they'll leave their name and number, they want information, we check her frequently, and we will be happy to call them back. Or they can go to our website at www.dirtdevils.com.
0: Well, Sam, thanks so much for uh, joining us for the karting portion of Inside Florida wa- Racing, and we appreciate that. And, uh, Rob, uh, you can't see Jack here making this. Time to take oh, a no, break I'm signal. I'm
1: red light going there kicking us off,
0: please, <laughs> <is> <laughs> I'm being blinded by the red light, so uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to move on. Thanks a lot, Sam. Thank so you much. very much. What's and
1: the date, Sam? Uh, what's that? What was the date? The,
2: the date is the 23rd and 24th of uh, January.
0: Okay, and I I'll up. be getting in touch with one well of those days. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be getting in touch with you about that too, Sam. Uh, we'll right. we'll call you here t- either tomorrow or the next day, and uh,
1: that'll be great.
0: Okay, Thank thanks
1: you. for having me, guys. Thanks Thank you. for your time, Have Sam. A good night.